All August long, we're giving away our subscription-only digestible daily show Cubs Pod, which is ad-supported here by the Bleacher Bunch on the Fans First Network. For early ad-free Cubs Pod, subscribe at patreon.com slash sunranto and become a super ranter today. Hi, and welcome to Cubs Pod. It's a Bleacher Bunch production on the Fans First Network, your daily dose of digestible Cubs content. I'm your host, Danny Rocket, here to tell you what's happening with the Chicago Cubs. On August 15th, the Ides of August, 2023. Well, we're going to go back in time to a game on Sunday, which we don't want to talk about, which is an 11-4 loss to the Toronto Blue Jays. The Cubs could not complete the sweep with Tyone on the mound against Hyunjin Ryu. And um, it's a shame because the Cubs, they need every game right now. They played their way out of a playoff picture um, this week by going 500. If they hadn't gone 500 and had gone four and two, you know, like a winning team does, well, then they're in the playoffs. Like it is that simple. And I hear all these people out there, well, you can't win them all. And, you know, and I'm like, you know what? It's this attitude that got us in this place in the first place where you're like, well, you know, they took two or three. Well, at least they split with them. No. Where's the sweep? You got to step on some necks. You've, you've got to, well, first of all, you've got to have the players to be able to do it right. And, you know, Tyone, he had looked better. He really had. And everybody was hopeful that he was back, or not back, he had never come. But now uh, it looks like he was earlier in the season, which was not very good. But let's talk about this game. It got off to an okay start. Uh, not not a great start uh, with uh, it starting at 139, which is a weird time to start a baseball game. But And also Christopher Morrell in the leadoff spot for hashtag reasons struck out immediately to start the game on a pitch that wasn't close. So you hate to see that. But then Horner walked also on a pitch that wasn't close. Ian Happ then reached on a fielding error by Brandon Belt. A little bit of luck there in between hop for him. And then uh, Cody Bellinger lined out to make it two outs. But Dansby... Swanson doubled, a doubles B, if you will, and a hard hit ball right down the left field line. It scored Horner. It scored Happ. It looked like the Cubs were well on their way to a sweep. 2 nothing Cubs. Uh, Suzuki flew out to end it. But then in the bottom of the first, uh, Whit Merrifield, uh, he flew out to center. Brandon Belt walked as the second batter to face Tyone. Then Vladimir Guerrero Jr. grounded into a force out. Uh, it was to, to uh, well, it was, I guess, a fielder's choice kind of thing because he, he was safe at first, but uh, they got the lead runner belt at second. George Springer was called out on strikes, and he argued a pitch that was right down the middle. I mean, I understand that the catcher had set up somewhere else, but uh, the pitch was right down the middle. So I don't know what you're looking at, George. But, uh, you know, it's not like your Astros days when they would just bang a garbage can for you and you know what was going on. You know, it's not like that, George. In the top of the second, Cubs do nothing. Wisdom struck out. Madrigal grounded out and Amaya flew out. In the bottom of the second is when things went off the rails for the Cubbies. 
Kevin Biggio singled, and um, it wasn't really a single. Like, it maybe should have been an out. The ball went off the glove of Patrick Wisdom, did not feel the play cleanly. Horner picked it up, and for whatever reason, Tyone didn't run over, probably just looking at Patrick Wisdom and being like, why are you even out here, bro, if you can't make a play like that? And um, so then uh, Tyone took his anger out on Danny Jansen, who he, he hit him with a pitch. And I was listening to the Blue Jays announcers when this happened. They were talking about how Danny Jansen regularly gets hit by pitches while he got hit by a pitch. It was really just, you know, one of those happenstantial things that happened to Danny Jansen a lot. So he got hit, and it, that made it bad. Uh, that made it real bad because uh, you have two guys on base, probably shouldn't be there at all. And then Dalton Varsho homered. Three to two, Toronto, they would take the lead and never look back. Santiago Espinal struck out after that because nothing kills a rally like a three-run homer, except for that the rally continued, even after Paul DeJong lined out because Whit Merrifield came up, singled, stole second. Uh, then while Brandon Belt walked, Merrifield was stealing third base. But Amaya... When he went to throw the ball, it got his his hand caught on the umpire's uh, neck protector, that little neck waddle thing that they wear, and the ball sailed over third base, and then Witt came in to score, except no, he didn't, because the umpire was like, nah, nah, man, that hit me in the, my neck waddle thing, and they're like, oh, man, and then Whit Merrifield had to go all the way back to second base, and Brandon Belt was already on first. So... Uh, Vladimir Guerrero was up next though. And he's like, well, actually here's my version of a neck waddle. And he cracked the ball, uh, into left and it was a single and that scored one. Well, it scored Merrifield and it was in four to two. Brandon Belt went to second, first and second for George Springer, who argues pitches right down the middle. And he also hit a single, this time to right field. He kind of knocked that one off the end of the bat. And it really shouldn't have been hit at all. I mean, it was a few inches outside the zone. And boom, he just dumped it the opposite way. Um, but Kevin Biggio flew out, and that ended it. But not before... Uh, well, the Springer, I should have said, that that scored uh, Brandon Belt. So it was now 5-2 to two Blue Jays. And that was enough to win it for them there in the second. But they didn't know that at the time. In the top of the third, it was Morell lining out. Horner singled, but then he got caught stealing. Um, and Ian Happ flew out, so nothing. Bottom of the third, Danny Jansen flew out. Dalton Varsho popped out. Uh, and then a... Error from Nico Horner allowed Santiago Espinal to reach. By the way, that uh, uh, the wisdom play where the ball went off his mitt, not an error for some reason. Should, and probably not. I mean, it was a difficult play, but still. Um, wisdom not great in the field. In fact, he leads the team in errors even without that one being called an error. How do you like that? So, but uh, no harm, no foul on that Nico air because Paul DeJong grounded out and uh, that was, uh, that was fine. Cody Bellinger in the top of the fourth walked to lead it out, but Swanson Suzuki uh, flew out and Wisdom struck out. 
to end the not so much of a threat. Bottom of the fourth, Blue Jays add on more with Merrifield and Belt singles and Guerrero single too. That moved uh, Merrifield to the plate and Brandon Belt to second. It's now six to two, Blue Jays and David lost. Ross had seen enough, and out comes Hayden Wisniewski to save the game. Um, not, I mean, it would be nice saving the game would have been just like to keep Tyone out there, really, and just like, hey, let's let the bullpen rest, rest, rest. But no, out comes Hayden Wisniewski, who really is not good. Like it's, it hasn't been great for Hayden this year. I don't know what's going on with him, but they're squaring him up. He's not uh, striking out guys like he did last year. Maybe he's not good. Either way, we can't count on him because he came in and he walked uh, Springer. That moved uh, Belt to third and Vlad to Vlad Jr. to second. But he did get Kevin Biggio and Danny Jansen to strike out. So with two outs in the inning, looking like maybe we can get out of this without too much more damage. With the bases loaded, Dalton Varsho, who had already homered in the game, making it three uh, a three-run homer, get, putting the Blue Jays up by four runs at the time. Uh, well, two runs at the time, the scoring four runs, but he singled. And in comes, uh, he sc- scores two on that play. Belt scores, Vlad Jr. scores, and George Springer moved to second base. Now eight to two, Toronto game out of hand. And uh, Santiago Espinal lined out to hap to end it. But I will say this, that was almost like a double off the wall. I mean, he smoked that ball and uh, Ian Hap made a nice play because he's a gold glove left fielder. Take a sip of coffee here. It's early. Top of the fifth, Cubs do nothing. Madrigal and Amaya ground out. Morrell flew out in the bottom of the fifth. DeJong and Merrifield grounded out. This is still with Wisniewski on the mound. Uh, Brandon Belt then walked. Nick Madrigal then uh, committed an error, and that made it first and second. A little sloppy out there, Cubbies. Um, first of all, you have Nick Madrigal playing third and you have Patrick Wisdom playing first. So there's your first problem. Don't do that and maybe you'll have less problems. George Springer struck out to end it so the error did not hurt us. Um, in the bottom of the sixth, I'm sorry, I lost my place here real quick. I accidentally clicked a button I should not have clicked. I know all you people that are over the age of 40 know that pain about how not to get back to that page or how how it's tough to get back to that page quickly. But uh, Jin Ryu uh, came out of the game and in comes Genesis Cabrera. Good job for, for Ryu. Just had that hiccup at the beginning of the game, which really wasn't his fault. It was all done on one hit. And then, um, you know, then he was freaking nails for the rest of the time. So nice job by Ryu. Tip your hat. Nico Horner popped out. Ian Hat popped out. And Cody Bellinger flew out off of Cabrera, who we know from such teams as the St. Louis Sucky Cardinals. Wisniewski was done in for the sixth, and out comes Drew Smiley now in the bullpen. And it didn't start off too great for Drew here. He gave up a single to Kevin Biggio. Then he walked Danny Jansen instead of hitting him like uh, you're supposed to do. Uh, Dalton Varsho, who is 
responsible for quite a bit of the Blue Jays' offense in this game so far. He grounded into a double play, so that was good to see. Uh, the Cubs finally got something done when the Blue Jays were threatening, and Santiago Espinal with not a good game. Grounded out to end the inning, um, it, and then in the top of the seventh, Jay Jackson came out to replace Genesis Cabrera. Uh, Swanson greeted him with a single, but Seiya Suzuki struck out. And Patrick Wisdom, who had really had quite a crappy game up till this point, he um, he homered. Yep. Eight to four. We're back in it. I mean, we kind of are. If you're a Grand Slam away, you're back in it-ish. But then Nick Madrigal grounded out, and Miguel Amaya did too. Bottom of the seventh, Daniel Palencia came out to replace Drew Smiley, who I was kind of hoping would go a little bit longer in this game, considering he was just a starter five minutes ago. But nope. Paul DeJong uh, stru- struck out on a Palencia fastball. And um, actually, it was kind of a, a bad call. Um, I mean, it was a, it was a swinging strike, um, but there were, there were some bad calls. No, there weren't, actually. That was a foul ball. Never mind. Forget what I was saying. I'm looking at the thing, and it looked it looks bad, but it wasn't actually bad. Um, yeah, let me say this about Daniel Palencia. You know, it's really awesome that he's coming up and he's throwing uh, heat like he does. That's great. We haven't had that coming out of the bullpen. Well, Merriweather dials it up there pretty good, but for a homegrown talent like Palencia to go up there and uh, – be a rookie with seemingly a pretty fine pedigree has been nice this year, except for the fact that he, w- I wish he was up here earlier so he could work out his own kinks and not be doing it right now. Or while we're in the middle of a pennant race, like, I don't know, like, you know, we've been screwing around with everything all year. Like Assad wasn't on this team to start it. You know, Talkman wasn't on the team to start to get the offense, but it's just like, it just took a while for like the right team to get to, <laughs> the Cubs and anyway it's kind of garbage time when you're throwing Palencia out at this point but still um Palencia did an okay job he just gave up a single to Merrifield Belt popped out and Guerrero popped out so like you're getting getting through like the top of their order um and he did a nice job uh except for the Merrifield single but you know that happens anyway uh Eric Swanson came out to replace Jay Jackson and brought his frozen meals with him and went and Cubs went one, two, three morell popped out Horner grounded out and Ian Hap popped out. Then Caleb Killian replaced Daniel Palencia and he got Springer to strike out. Then he hit Kevin Biggio with a pitch. Then he threw a wild pitch and BGO went to second. Then he hit Danny Jansen with a pitch who gets hit by pitches a lot. This is his second hit by pitch of the game. And then Dalton Varsho, who had already hit a three-run homer in the game, he grounded into a force out, and that got Danny Jansen out at second, but it moved BGO to third, and Varsho was at first. So it was first and third for Santiago Espinal, who up till now had not had a hit in the game. But he singled, and uh, that scored yet another one. The Toronto Blue Jays had then scored nine times as BGO scored. 
Uh, Dalton Varsho uh, moved to second base on that play. Then Paul DeYoung singled, and uh, that scored Varsho, and now it's 10-4. to Then Whit Merrifield doubled, and it was 11-4, to and uh, Caleb Killian stinks. Ran a belt, grounded out to end it. Sad, sad stuff. Top of the ninth, Dansby walked, Saya singled, but Madrigal and Wisdom struck out, and uh, there were already two outs when that happened because Bellinger had flown out earlier in the inning, and um, that was the end of it. Put it in the garbage, burn Bill's DVR, not worth a look. And we got the White Sox today at Wrigley Field. We're back at Wrigley Field. Got two against the Southsiders, and um, it will be Tukey Toussaint versus Kyle Hendrick. Tukey's got a 1-5 uh, record and a 427 ERA. Hendo, 4-6 with a 396. And um, see, Tukey has not been good his last two starts against the Yankees in Texas. He went 5.1 and 5 and gave up four runs in both of those. He did have nine strikeouts, though. And he was good in his two starts uh, or a start before that where he went uh, five runs and gave up zero. So we're not going to see a lot of length out of this guy. I'd say five or six. They did use him out of the pen a little bit as well this year. So uh, Tukey Toussaint, uh, he did not f- he did face the Cubs for one inning back on July 26th on the south side in the Cubs' 10 to 7 win, but, uh, and he didn't give up anything. So no runs, no walks, no hits. Clean inning for Tukey. Kyle, he was pretty good last time against the Mets. We did lose 4 to 3, um, gave up two runs. It was a home run to Pete Alonso, of course. And um, you went five innings, five hits, six Ks. So you like to see that. And that's way better than the stinker of a game he had where he gave up seven runs in the fourth inning against Atlanta. It was not a good look. And it was his worst outing of the year. And maybe he's still in bounce back mode. Either way, we're going to need Kyle to be good against the White Sox. We need to pile up some wins against the Sox on Tuesday and Wednesday against KC, who looks resurgent with their brand-new shiny toy, Nelson Velasquez, who we traded them. And, um, yeah, we just need to rack up some wins at Wrigley this week and quit screwing around. No more meatloaf. You know, let's, honestly, we have to let we have to win five in a row. We need to take over the Central this week and never look back. Like, let's get into the pole position and forget about it. Like, I'm sick of this crap. You lose dumb games by bunting against the Mets. You lose, you know, well, I guess you could blame Tyone for Sunday's start, but, like, you just can't be losing to the White Sox. You can't be losing to the Royals anymore. You got to be putting your best nine out there, and they didn't do that in the last game. You know, Patrick Wisdom starting, that usually doesn't go well. He's playing a base he doesn't usually play, and he's not even good at defense. So, like, tell me again why Morrell doesn't get a chance. Patrick Wisdom leads the freaking team in errors. All right, so I'm a little off. I was going to tell you uh, what about the matchups here, but instead I'm like going off on a on a diatribe, and that's how these shows end up too long. So, uh, Cubs against Toussaint, barely anything to see. Uh, Barnhart has two at-bats, and that's the most at-bats against Tukey. Gomes is 0-for-1, as is Mike Tockman. So there's just nothing to see at all. 
Uh, the Cubs against, or the Sox against Hendo. Uh, Eloy Jimenez has two home runs. So does Luis Robert Jr. He's got two home runs. Trace Thompson has a home run against him as well. Uh, they actually hit him really well. Uh, Tim Anderson is batting 318, seen him the most in 22 plate appearances. Um, Grandal stinks against him in his 17 plate appearances. He's seen him second most, batting only 118. But Eloy, not only does he have the two home runs, but he's batting 308. Moncada can't hit him, .071. So it's a mixed bag, but mostly mixed to the point where, like, Luis Robert Jr. has got the two dogs and batting four forty four. Um, so Vaughn, he's batting 375 and eight at bats. So they absolutely square up Kyle Hendricks. I'm a little nervous for this game. I, you know, I, I feel like there's just trap games everywhere that we look right now. And, um, I'm just, I'm, I'm nervous for Kyle. Like he gave up a crap load of home runs and uh, in one of those starts, and I'm kind of feeling that that's what's going to happen. Um, it'll be 69 degrees at game time. Very pleasant and nice. Um, beautiful night. Not too hot. August has not been so bad. In fact, it's raining right now here in Chicago. It's been cooling things down. And um, I'm looking at lifetime against the White Sox in 12 games. Kyle has a 477 earned run average, which as far as it's towards the bottom of teams that he faces, he's the worst against, he's worse against only five other teams, the Dodgers, the Orioles, the Blue Jays, the Red Sox, and the Braves. Um, But he has far more innings pitched against the White Sox, 66 than any of those other teams I just mentioned. He's also bad against the Reds, I should mention, 440. ERA and 135 innings pitch. But yeah, definitely subpar against this uh the the White Sox in his career. So hopefully we get good Kyle. It's all lining up to annoy us, but I will remain hopeful until further notice. Spugog. <laughs> <laughs>